This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Walter Paulson. He is a business chair, and I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Walter, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Foo? Doing good, doing good. You know, busy Monday, excited because of the things that the direction my company is going, but a lot of work, you know what I mean? <laughs> so much work, but it's good. Excellent. It's good. <laughs> so um, let's kick it off with a quick interview about yourself and your company. Okay, sure. So I'm a, a Vista chair, which means I run a CEO, uh, you know, peer group, uh, peer coaching group, and that's my main thing. We can talk a little bit more about that. I'm also a mentor for the U.S. Market Access Center and for the UCLA Business School Venture Accelerator. So I help companies that are either coming to the U.S. or getting initial product market fit and uh, and growing. And so I advise startups on uh, building their sales motion, go to market and uh, revenue growth. That's awesome. Very much needed uh, in this, especially in, in this economy and, and, and how the great resignation and everything. There's so many people wanting way more than ever in history, I believe, that that but build their business. So, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, of need for sure. And it's always hard to know who to trust and and being uh, associated with uh, such a big company like Vistage, right? Uh, and, and being connected with all this network plus all your past success, right? It's a it's a great combination that I see. So thanks for, for coming here to give value to my audience. Well, sure. Well, I've been, you know, I've been in Silicon Valley for 25 years and, you know, across that time, probably, you know, it been at 10 startups where I was either a founder or, you know, very early employee or an advisor. And there've been six exits and those which have been, you know, you know, gratifying. One was a unicorn, but I've also had four that didn't work out. And I learned a lot from those as well. And, and I really take a lot of pleasure in helping entrepreneurs and people who are growing companies figure out how to get bigger, better, faster. Yeah. And that's uh, very important. That's why I believe, I, I truly believe in coaching and mentorship because I've been able to to get to the level that I'm at right now in two years and a half because I've invested a lot in coaching because I I'm often the youngest guy in the room like I'm I'm always uh position myself in in, in rooms or even virtual rooms right and just uh -huh. connecting with people that know a lot more than me that I can learn from that I can um add value to but in my what I can right in the things that they they might not have, but then the business savvy that all that experiences, I'm always like learning. So I, I, I can go grow faster. Right. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> well, that, I mean, a lot of people reach out to me, but what, you know, struck out, you know, what struck me about, you know, you know, your connection was it reminded me a lot of, uh, do you know who Tim Ferriss is? So mm -hmm. he wrote, you know, tribe of mentors where he ended up connecting with people who, you know, had, 
you know, great success and it leveraged and lifted him. And he's been tremendously successful. And I saw, you know, a lot of that in, in your, you know, confidence, your approach and, you know, some of you're just playing, uh, you're just playing chutzpah. So uh, I, I, I like that and wanted to support it. Thank you. Thank you for, for being here really, because um, that, that, that means, you know, for those kind words, because uh, that, that means a lot to me. I really put a lot of effort into reaching out to people with value, not spamming, not really making nobody feel uncomfortable. Uh, that's, that's always the, the trick there, right? Like there's always a way. So that's why the podcast allows me to do that. So um, to my for my first question, I want to ask, um, given your expertise, do you have any advice or, or maybe the top three tips that you have for uh, business owners right now, given the landscape of the economy? Uh, what are your your three tips for business success right now? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, you know, one of them is um, is just sort of for my first corporate finance you know class in business school. Never run out of cash. Uh, it's uh, but that's not necessarily a bad thing when cash feels free. People can get into bad habits. Um, but if you know you know companies have to be you know, more prudent and thoughtful, they can really build on a solid foundation. So I think it's a great time to be uh, to be building a company. And it helps people, uh, I think, you know, founders and growth companies have better habits, be a little less, oh, let's be crazy and shoot for the moon with, a, you know, $100 million, you know, raise or a billion dollar raise. It's like, those encourage a lot of bad habits, and I've experienced that, at, you know, some in, in some of my startups. But it's it's still it's a good time. To stay focused, you know, keenly focused on solving an important problem and what your customers are telling you. And if you can do that and not run out of cash, uh, it's a great time to build a business. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And I, I really, I really like your point, and we kind of touched on on those this point before when we were on our call of if you if you focus on being really lean with a business and make sure that you are have a path clear path improving path to profit profitability right um that's when then then you can okay you have something you have a fire started now let's put some more fuel in the fire now like you want more investments right but uh, one thing that you told me was that a lot of people um, get get focused on like, oh, I have this money, and then I have this dream, and I want to do it, and, and and that's what I want to do. But then they don't test it in the market; they don't know if it's gonna sell. They don't know if it's that's what they want, right? And, and then they get into trouble. Yeah, and and I I think, I mean, I and I've been with Paul Krugman on these. He's a Nobel you know prize winning economist just on the 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 value of crypto i mean crypto is a great medium for speculation and gambling in terms of other uses really been hard to you know to see and and with the bloom coming off of that i think there's um more high quality people who are not going to expect to get rich in sam bankman free time but are going to be willing to come and build the products and do the hard work uh, to grow real companies. And so I think the, you know, these changes are actually going to be, you know, you, I think, you know, tech is going to come out of this, you know, you know, stronger, you know, than it's, you know, than it's been in years because 
you know, people are going to be focused on on meaningful problems. And the, you know, in terms of climate change, ag tech, healthcare, there's so many, you know, major opportunities out there for hungry entrepreneurs. Yeah, they're they're. Like, I always tell uh, my girlfriend, and I and I tell basically everybody that I have a conversation about this. There's mm-hmm. infinitely infinite ways to make money. Just pick one, commit to something that you can. That's something that you can visualize that's gonna be here for a long period of time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we will withstand time at least five to ten years or so, right? Like so, you can then commit to it completely. And then, you know, just, just excel at it, like be, be the best, come focus on, on it because, you know, there's so many ways to make money and there's so many opportunities, but it's mm-hmm. just picking one, committing to it, right? That, like I did with PR and like, I, I want to do, I love NFTs and everything, but then it's like, okay, let my mission is to amplify the impact of businesses doing something good for the world. Then from there, you know, how everything that I do has to support it, right? And just kind of stay there and PR being my main vehicle. But then, you know, just always creating an irresistible offer that the market wants. It's the goal. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I totally agree. Yeah, perfect. So um, have you, is, I like to ask about um, challenges, right? Like, is there mm-hmm. a particular challenge that maybe you overcame or a challenge that you see in the people that you coach or in your network that that it's it's something that is stopping people, but you have figured it out how to overcome it, and you would like to share it with the audience. Yeah, I'll I'll give an yeah you, you know I, I you had sent some questions to think about, and I had I'd considered this, um, and one of my startups I was building a network of gift card exchange kiosks where you could go you know trade a gift card for cash and do it in a grocery store, and we had a bunch of other financial services we were adding on to that or that was that was our that was our big uh you know vision and like anything you know we had to start with a pilot somewhere and we thought we had a a pilot set up at this uh you know regional you know grocer you know based in uh, based in California and it turned out we had a competitor a larger better better funded competitor that already had a relationship at a much worse product and they this competitor uh, basically whispered. They heard that we were about to get this deal signed, and they stopped it. They didn't have anything that was as as good, but they they put the uh, you know brakes on, and so we were like, and, and we were ready to go. We had these things built. It's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And so we went back to the drawing board, and this woman on um, my team was very savvy and. He had done some in-store tests at a small grocery chain in northern Indiana. And she said, well, let me call and see if they do it. And they didn't have 10 stores, but they had three. We're like, okay, three is, three is infinitely better than zero. And so we launched in three. It turned out it was great that we had uh, only those three because the technology basically broke the day we put them in and we had to scramble and this company was was forgiving but we figured out what was going wrong we figured out the marketing figured out a bunch of stuff just on those three stores and then we expanded to 12 in a different chain in chicago and then we expanded with you know another chain where we got all 25 stores in columbus so we basically owned that 
market. And it turned out after this sort of panic, oh, no, what are we going to do, that that obstacle actually pushed us to do a much better execution. And when we, you know, launched that 25, and it was clear it was working, this company that had blocked us um, basically approached us and said, yeah, we know we can't stop you. Can we partner with you? So we ended up partnering with them. And, and so, yeah, and, and I think that's, um, don't take setbacks as an indication that you have to stop doing something, but it's really important to, to say, is this an obstacle in the stream? This is like a rock in the stream that you can get around, or is this a brick wall in the road? And there's really no way forward. And that's, such a you know hard thing to figure out but yeah i would say you know i would encourage myself in things like this and and your listeners to be nimble i mean have a clear plan but if if reality facts are stubborn things if reality hits you with something that a deal you were counting on isn't going to happen um then have a backup have a plan b and have a plan c and so be nimble and and don't be so stubborn about any particular path because there's a lot of ways to build businesses and, and the world's going to give you feedback and listen to that feedback. Yeah, um, I um, completely agree with that uh, advice. And uh, and uh, as you were saying it, I, I started thinking about a lot of my challenges and how it's it's always um, you know there's always things coming up. There's you know the the challenges will happen, and this is something that I. I, I tell people a lot, uh, you should account for things going wrong. Like this, things will, bad things will happen. Things will not go as expected a lot of times. And and as long as you surround yourself with the right people um, in the right network that, that you can pivot, that you can, that you can have good communications to deal with the problems at hand, then think everything is going to be fine. And another uh, thing that came to mind is, um, there is a quote from Shia LaBeouf that he was doing in a podcast interview. And he was saying, uh, he was saying, if, um, look at the end, everything is going to be okay. And if it's not, mm-hmm. then it's not the end. So that that's something that I thought it was fitting here. And, and that's something that I've been using almost as, as a philosophy for, for my, my, my journey, right? Like, I'm always like, look, damn, like, I don't know if, how I'm going to figure this out, but the fact that it's it's not it's not okay, then that means it's not the end. So I'm just gonna keep pushing, and I'll I'll get there. So that's that's something that I I wanted to share because that got got me thinking about that when you were saying that. Oh, good. Well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, this was it was it was years ago. I kind of um, I was in a business uh, where we were doing a big deal with uh, Yo Virgin and had dinner had was fortunate to have dinner with uh, Richard Branson, who was just the greatest guy for what it's worth. He's just you know, curious, adventurous, smart. It was just really, truly a delight. And and there were some businesses. Um, I, I flew to London for these meetings and came, you know, went into central London on the back of a Virgin motorcycle taxi service, which ended up not taking off. And I kind of, you know, but I was like, well, if I'm meeting with Sir Richard, I better, I, I better do that. 
but he was you know so you know so candid and he said oh um he said look business ideas are like buses it's like there's always another one coming along so if it turns out that you hit the brick wall don't let your whole psyche be you know uh you know crumble because this idea didn't work out if you're doing stuff sufficiently ambitious and hard sometimes it's not going to work but that doesn't mean the the next thing coming up isn't going to be great i mean right before i mean i was on the founding team of blackhawk network which if you've ever you know bought a gift card in a grocery store i led that business from an idea to 500 million in revenue in in just four years the company right before that we'd raised 13 million um in venture capital from two of the top names on sand hill best thing and and you know and the most impressive thing we did was cash that check cuz it turned out that the idea wasn't very good but the next one was was awesome so that's that's my that's my experience be be stubborn but in the face of adverse facts don't be stupid you know figure out a different way to get to that thing or figure out something different to do yeah i uh, i i love that and and one thing that i i think i say this in on every podcast uh, like i think this is like the word of my podcast is perspective and and that's why i love um having a lot of experts with so many different stories in here uh because of that is the perspective like it gives me a lot of perspective and i know that it, people that listen to this uh can be like wow like look at this story and look at this other story and they did it this way and they did it a similar way this this other one did it a completely different way and they still you know found success in their own way so that's why i i i love this because gets me that perspective it makes me feel like wow there's so many different ways and so many cool stories you know given that i do pr stories are are everything for me right like that's why I like being mm-hmm. in pr because sharing that story and being relatable being being uh, like being able to see like the mission and vision of a person of a brand of a business and, and that's what people really get behind uh people don't really you know i people make business with people they don't make business with businesses right like oh a business why no but what's the story what's the brand what's the what why should i support this that's how people look at things normally even if it's unconsciously uh so that's why i i love i love having this type of perspective you know and bringing this into you know this platform <laughs> i agree yeah so uh, you know just i just want to say thank you thank you for for taking the time and coming here to about to my audience and i know there's going to be people that are going to be like hey like that guy sounds so interesting i would like to talk to him so how can people mm-hmm. find you uh easiest way is linkedin just google walter paulson p a u l s e n um and you know walter paulson and vistage v i s t a g e on linkedin and uh you know reach out to me with you know send me a message or reach out with an invitation to connect and maybe we can do some business Yeah, exactly. So, um I'm going to have the links in the description per usual, but um it's always uh good to hear for those that might be um busy and just passive listening. So, um thanks again, Walter, for for being here. I, I it was a very pleasant conversation. It was it was valuable, it was punchy, it had great stories. So, uh thanks for for taking the the time. We only have so many time, you know, so much time in the week, especially on a Monday. You coming here means a lot to me and and hopefully this helps at least one person to to be better in business. All right, thanks Fu. It's been a pleasure.
So this was Walter and Fu, and this is us signing off. Into moments with Fu with your host, Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you.